0: Yeah. Yeah. So the conservative orthodoxy had been that cutting taxes is, is like the reward that you get after, you know, after cutting. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: it's you know. After a healthy meal. Right. But,
0: you know, after you've had your, you know, Austerian, you know, uh, vegetables, you know, then, then you can have That's the right. ice cream of, of tax cuts. Uh, but then um, there were, uh, you know, Laffer and, and, and these other right wing economists, some of whom were like, really strange and colorful kooks uh, who uh, who convinced the Republicans that you didn't have to do it that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The one, one of the kookiest was Jude Winiski, who was a uh, editorial writer for the Wall Street Journal that claimed to have learned everything he needed to know about econo- economics as a card counter in Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, Arthur Laffer himself who'd been kicked out of government for these incredibly embarrassing um, failed budget projections for Richard Nixon and this guy, Mundell, who kind of grew his hair long and moved to, like, I don't know, Bahamas and a parrot on his shoulder or something like that. I don't, I don't remember quite the details. But, yes, this was supply-side economics. And, you know, the 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 basic predicate of this was, you know, the Keynesian nostrums in the middle of the 70s suddenly seemed not to be working, right? So there was a real kind of... Intellectual opportunity for those who, you know, wanted to um, discredit, you know, activist government itself. And there are all sorts of kind of um, economic, you know, um, battles going on about who, who on the right really would would be the people to, you know, kind of write write the future, write the future paradigm, you know. And and you know, I know in a sense, people like um, Milton Friedman. You know Ben Stein. You know these were the good guys because they were the ones who were like these guys, these supply side guys, like are making no sense at all. And they would, you know, basically write these articles that had you know no economic models, but they would say as a matter of faith this was the Laffer Curve. That if yeah, so, lower so you, want to, up, you want to say
0: what, what what exactly that is,
1: the Laffer Curve. So Arthur Laffer was um, this kind of discredited supply side economist, um, discredited among other economists. Right, who came back, by the way, for the age of Trump. But he came up with this thing called the Laffer Curve, in which he uh, said that well, if your tax rate is zero percent, you're going to get zero revenue, and if your tax rate is a hundred percent, you're going to get zero revenue because no one will work if they have to pay all their money in taxes. But there's this magic point where those, you know, kind of two extremes cross. That is the ideal tax rate that will maximize revenue, and that cross point is you know, way, 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 way below what we have now. Mm-hmm. And if we lower taxes to that magical rate, you literally will have an explosion of economic activity that will actually increase revenue to the government and you won't have to cut anything, right? <laughs> and um, Jude Winisky was kind of the, the most brilliant sort of um, phrase maker of this group. And he referred to this as the two Santa Claus theory. So there was this old saying in Republican politics that, you know, this is why we can't beat these Democrats. No one shoots Santa Claus, right? Mm-hmm. And this is an old style of democratic politics that in a lot of ways, you know, Joe Biden has kind of tried to bring back. You know, it's basically the government is Santa Claus. The government writes you checks, it redistributes income. You know, one, one way it did this was for example, to bring it back to Jimmy Carter was public works projects, mm-hmm. like dams, you know, that weren't always necessary. But not only created a lot of great blue-collar jobs for people who didn't have college degrees, but they made these amazing lakes where you could go fishing, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, you know, I'm a big fishing fan. So if you go across the south, there's all these wonderful lakes that look like overgrown rivers that are named after dead Democratic senators, right? right. <laughs> because those are the guys who kind of appropriated the funds. So that's Santa Claus. And you know, Jude Winiski's like, we 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 can't, we can't beat, we can't beat him at this game, but we got our own Santa Claus. We get to lower everyone's taxes and one of the ideas behind behind slow supply side taxes was it it wasn't just you know we're going to lower the capital gains rate although that was certainly part of it it wasn't just we're going to lower the top marginal rate although that was part of it the idea was we're going to cut taxes across the board and the way this ended up manifesting uh was a bill to cut taxes by 30 percentage points over over three years and of course unfortunately you know for these guys since we have a progressive tax system that helps out rich people a lot more than it helps poor people right because it's not a progressive cut Uh, but nonetheless um what you could say to every american who has an income and pays income taxes which was you know most by the by by Mm -hmm. 1977 78 79 and 1980 Was that you know you get a tax cut and you get a tax cut and you get a tax cut and you get a tax cut. Oh, and these guys what they want to raise your taxes, right? Right. And lo and behold, here comes Jimmy Carter, you know, who gets elected. You know, I've I've actually re-reviewed this history, re-researched it for a review I'm doing of a new Jimmy Carter biography, and he was absolutely adamant that no one would have to sacrifice anything under a Carter presidency. One of the last the last debate he had with Gerald Ford was. Uh, the, 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 the the moderator being a good, you know, kind of elite journalist, let's say, under your presidency, how are you, you going to ask Americans to sacrifice? Yeah. And Ford says, well, people are probably going to have to sacrifice. You know, this is tough times. And Jimmy Carter says, basically... You know, he kind of hems and haws and he has one of those answers that you can tell they don't want to answer, right? Because he doesn't really use grammatical sentences. But he starts out saying, under a Carter presidency, people will have to sacrifice much less. And one of the things he does in basically his you know first weeks as president was he unilaterally announces 55 damn projects that he's canceling. And he doesn't tell any of the politicians whose political careers rely upon this particular Santa Claus. And he doesn't tell his interior secretary, who... You know, gets off a plane at a governor's meeting and is nearly, you know, like, 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 you know, nearly, you know, horsewhipped by a bunch of governors who are going to like lose their dams, right. and um, so one side has Santa Claus and the other side has Scrooge, right. and that was Jimmy Carter's doing.
0: Yeah, you know, she mentioned by the way, uh, so that the Laffer Curve. Uh, one of the things you mentioned in the book is that oh, it's uh, also like
1: complete BS, right? I mean, obviously, yeah, I don't yeah. even know you're intelligent listeners that you know it, it was completely made up and didn't work
0: <laughs> yes yeah i mean this is something that uh that laffer right, came, came up with like uh he was uh at a meeting with uh dick cheney right dick and he, cheney,
1: uh, yeah, he wrote on the back of a napkin he's like yeah. let me show you dick and he goes to the, at this fancy expense account restaurant with starched linen napkins <laughs> and he's like oh damn and he sees like there's cocktail napkins at the bar and famously he you know writes it down and and and, and dick cheney is you know chief of staff for Gerald Ford, and he's trying to convince unsuccessfully, as it, as it as it as it turns out, Gerald Ford, you know what he was able to convince Ronald Reagan, which was a very Reaganite idea, you know, a miracle of the loaves and fishes, you know, that you just <laughs> unleash the American people's native genius and you know get rid of the dead hand of government, you know, and um, next thing you know, you know, everyone of the streets are paved with gold.
0: You have been watching a free public preview for a patron exclusive episode of give them an argument uh to get the rest of this episode plus patron exclusive episodes every single thursday as well as patron exclusive post games after the regular show every monday night and a lot more head over to patreon.com slash ben burgess as a friend of mine used to put it why be foolish